Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, the 18th day of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses and my sin ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me and would have me no wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit. A troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful Father, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins. Create in us pure hearts and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy, beginning this morning, at chapter 18, verse 9. When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you must not learn to imitate the abhorrent practices of those nations. No one shall be found among you who makes a son or a daughter pass through fire, or who practices divination, or is a soothsayer, or an augur, or a sorcerer, or one who casts spells, or who consults ghosts or spirits, or who seeks oracles from the dead. For whoever does these things is abhorrent to the Lord. It is because of such abhorrent practices that the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You must remain completely loyal to the Lord your God. Although these nations that you are about to dispossess do give heed to soothsayers and diviners, 
As for you, the Lord your God does not permit you to do so. God's people are to be different from the nations that surround them. The difference is their complete and total loyalty to the Lord God. This loyalty to one and only God is going to lead God's people to see the world in a completely different way as well. If the universe is ruled and governed by many and various gods and powers, then learning how to live well within that world is a matter of learning to which god to turn, which power to consult, listen to, and obey, so that things may go well. If the universe is ruled and governed by the one creator God, and that God has established a covenant relationship with you, then living well is a matter of listening to and obeying God's word, of tending to that relationship that God has established with us. Since God has given us access to himself, to the creator and sustainer of the world, then why would we look or consult any other power? Now, that's all easy to say, but God's people live and work in the middle of a pagan world, and they have to interact with people who hold to a fundamentally different view of how the universe functions and works. And those nations and people appear to their eyes, looking on from the outside, to be richer, more powerful, more successful than God and God's people. If we look at the appearance, and if our goals are to gain riches and power for ourselves, to extend the limits of our empire and, and power and authority, then, then we start to wonder if the way of the world is maybe a better path to success and well-being. If their gods are actually more powerful and more effective than our one and only God. But the goal and the aim of all of this is a life-giving and life-sustaining relationship with the Creator God, the one and only God, a relationship with the God who is, I am who I am. And this relationship is one of steadfast love, grace, and mercy, and it was initiated by and sustained by God. All blessings flow from this God and in connection with the Lord. Goodness flows from God to God's people in their love and loyalty to God. It flows and overwhelms from this loving relationship between God and God's people. That is the way that the covenant puts before God's people. The way that they are to see and look out at the world, now that they've come to know who God is and what God is about. But when that is all flipped around so that human beings first the priority is to seek blessings and, and by doing so try to initiate some kind of connection with spiritual power or force to seek what's needed to be done then to earn those blessings we find what well, we find there is the way of the world. Now we live in a modern secular world and yet if we were to sit down and give advice to our young people about how it is that they are to live a successful and meaningful life will we begin by talking about sustaining and maintaining a relationship with God who loved us first and founded and communicated to us and deals with us in love and trust and loyalty. 
where we begin by talking about a relationship with God that is founded on love, trust, and loyalty to God as the goal in and of itself, as the meaning of life from which everything else flows. Or would he advise them to follow another path to success first? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. He will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land and for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. We think especially of the people of Ukraine and the people of Russia. Pray for all who are working for peace and to restore international harmony, that their persistence pay off, that peace might come through their work, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who tend to the sick, who welcome in strangers and refugees, for those who feed and clothe those in need, for those who comfort the mourning. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. And all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.